Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. W-J-B-R Internet Radio for the Inquisitive Mind and the Sophisticated Ear. One, two, one, two. Here we go. Here we go. About to start the show. Everybody sit back, relax, and uh, prepare to have your mind blown. No longer alone with my homegirl Therese on the microphone. Music politics are just chatting it up. Brunch in the basement, see that's what's up. You never know who might run through. Legendary artists or someone brand new. You miss a lot when you miss one day. At least that's what I heard somebody say. But it doesn't really matter what whoever says. It's always a good show with your bonnet to rest. Yeah. Brunch in the basement with your bonnet to rest. Yeah. Who we got today or what we doing today or whatever it is, it's going to be good. Woo! Mm. I love you all so much. Adam and Eve. We can see you now. I know. And thank God. Yeah. That's generally the response we get from everybody, but we keep it clean. Most of the time. <laughs> How's everybody doing? I hope you are doing well. And today is a very, very special day. As you know, this is the birthday of the king, our king, Martin Luther King Jr. You know, I've been thinking about this and the way things have been going and the way people do things. They will be having paintings of Martin in about 100 years, and he will have blonde hair and blue eyes. I'm just saying. It's just a thought. It's just a, just a thought. <laughs> I hope everybody's doing well. Let me know that you're here. If you're watching on <clears throat> Facebook, please, please, please 
move over to YouTube, WJBR Internet Radio. Um, Facebook will be cutting me off. That's what they do. That's exactly what they do. Um, For those of you who watch and listen regularly, uh, please let me know what you thought of the new intro. So, yeah, I've been doing my creative stuff recently. And uh, just want to know what you thought, uh, just so that you know, WJBR is uh, not like any other radio station. It's an internet radio station, which even when we're not broadcasting, we're broadcasting. You can find us on your podcasting station, whatever podcast station you like to use. Um, Look up WJBR, Internet Radio. We are fully licensed by Live 365, and it covers music, in the USA through Sound Exchange, ASCAP, DMI, and CSAC in Canada through SOSAC and Resound, mm-hmm. and the UK through PPL and PRS for music. So yes, you know if you're gonna um, play people's music, make sure they credit for it, money for it, and that's how you do it. Got to get a license. You know what I'm saying? And uh, with that being said, we're waiting for um, my homie to come through, Terezi Pooh. And when she gets here, we will sit down and chat with her. In the meanwhile, I'm feeling like a little music. Let's do it. Oh. 
would have to do. Sometimes I just wake up and I have too much going on. What, what was that? It, it it closed off. Oh shoot! Put it back. Saturday, yeah, eleven eleven. Wow. 
those are those angel numbers. I know that's right. So we have a, a caller on the line. Um, so let's just take the call. Five zero eight six. What's your name and where you calling from? My name is Sage Gallon. I'm oh, calling from Brooklyn. In his radio voice. I love you guys so much. Oh, I'm so happy to be with you. I'm so happy to see your beautiful faces and um, see uh, the family in the chat. Uh, Miss D, how you doing, sweetheart? Um, yeah, I don't know who produced that, but it was interesting. Um, so I, just I think it was y- Wyclef John, um, oh, really? and um, it was LaBelle. Actually, I believe this was the, their last recording together. Uh, I think so. I, I'm not really sure. It's the last one that I know of. Let's put it that way. All right. That's interesting. I, I dig it. I dig it. And um, I just wanted to call in to thank everyone uh, for supporting my new music video, The Dangers of I Love You. Um, so I'm very happy about that and I'm very uh, excited to share new music with you guys coming up soon. Awesome. Now, you know what about that video, Sage? Did you Uh-oh. did you email it to me? Or I, I, I did. You did. You did. Oh. Okay, so you know what? I'm going to see if I can pull it up and play it before the show is over. Oh, that would be awesome. Thank mm-hmm. you, baby. Hey, if, I can, if, if I'm able to do that, I will definitely do that because... It kind of reminded me, and I I know that I'm going to say we're, we we possibly are in mixed company, and our producers don't like me to really discuss this openly. Uh-oh. But, and actually, I don't see him on today, so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's but, always lurking, though. <laughs> this is true, and so... With that being said, I won't say the name of whom I'm talking about. But the song and the video reminds me of a long-standing relationship that I've had for over 40 years with a a certain singing diva. Uh (sighs) Over 40 years, certain singing diva. Yes. I know nobody can guess who that is, but that song, it just reminds me of that relationship, the dangers of love. Wow. And as I was watching the video, honestly, I am straight up telling you the truth. I was like, you know, it's like an unrequited love. Yet, it is a love story, and it is. A relationship that goes beyond <laughs> and above all relationships. It was just it's just very nice. It's very good. I just made oh, it personal. When it touches yeah. you in a personal place, Sage, that's when you know. Uh, thank you, Joan. Thank you, Vivi. Um yeah, you know, it was interesting when I wrote that poem, um, The Dangers of I Love You. And um, you know, thinking about uh relationships regardless as to what their relationship is or with what it is what with what it whom with whomever it is um you know there's 
a certain element of vulnerability that we attach ourselves to when it comes to loving someone. And then when you reflect on that um, and realize that that person or substance doesn't love you back, because uh, it has a lot of different references. Um, uh, and, you know, it, it gets to the realization when you think, you know, uh, the dangers of I love you is giving yourself uh and, and when you still love, when you still care, but you know you have to leave. You know, when you still have emotions and attachments to that thing, person, place, whatever, but you know you have to leave just because you have to love yourself more. And um, that was really what the, the song is about. And I was very um, blessed to work with a very talented young man named um, Marcus Lash- Lashby, who wrote, directed, and edited the video. Um, which was a lot of fun to do. So, uh, you can check it out on my Stage Gallon YouTube channel if you are interested in uh And I hope it does touch people. I hope it does um, resonate. Um, another shameless plug, and this, you know, this is on delay, so I'm going to have to hear your voice. Um, there's, there's this awesome new club opening up in Newark. <laughs> very, very soon. Huh? Yes, yes. I want everyone to be aware that this is awesome, extraordinary, and beautiful new joint opening up in Newark really soon. More information to be announced. I love you guys so much. <laughs> Bye-bye. He just, he just had to do that. He, could, he couldn't couldn't hold it in. Love you, baby. <laughs> I couldn't hold it in. Thank so you, right. Sage. I love you, guys. Been a ball of fire joy. Thank you. Definitely, definitely. We're all looking forward to that. We have another caller. Hey, awesome. Eight eight two three. I mean, nope, that's wrong. Eight 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 two are the last four digits of your number. What's your name and where you calling from? Greetings in the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This is Pastor Don G, CEO, calling from Sunny Mesa, Arizona. Happy Saturday to you. How you feeling? I'm feeling great. How are you today? Happy Saturday. I'm good. Yeah, I had to get my day off with the brunch of the base now. I, I, I'm an avid listener for many, many years. Well, we appreciate that. You know we appreciate that. How have you been? Last time you I called in, you said, you said you had suffered a, a stroke or two. Yeah, I did. Oh. But I'm just getting back going. You know, I'm easy into it. Michael Jordan, one of the greatest players to ever played the game, but once he had the flu, he got sick. He he, he slow, he slowed down a little bit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's a great balance, you know, uh, Michael Jordan. That's a great balance. Hey, Amen. Yeah, I'm out here working with God and about to make it happen. So I'm easily about to tell people to come to the show. I always do. Well, Very thank important. you so much. Yes, we appreciate your support always. always. Hey, Amen. I appreciate you too. Thank you for holding down for so many years. You have a great oh, day. Course. I'm gonna be here though. I'm going. All right. Here. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Aww. Yeah, good people. Good people. You know, yeah. it's, it's funny. I think I, I had mentioned um, last week that I started back the um, gospel show on Sunday evenings, and um, I was pleasantly surprised uh, a caller named George 
called in. George. Yes, okay. George. And um, George used to be a, a consistent and listener on the gospel show. He would never he would never listen on Saturdays. That was not his thing. Um, but he was always there. He would call in. Just a lovely man. A, a, it, it, you know that show was was very interesting back when I first started doing it because I would get the darndest calls. Always positive, always positive. But I remember one call in particular. This this guy who said he was a farmer. From Arkansas. A farmer? Interesting. And I'm telling you, he sounds as sounds like a person that he sounded like a person that if we had met or whatever, we would not be likely friends. Um, like not a person that you would look at and say, oh, you know, this is somebody I would have something a lot in common with. But when he called into the show and we started talking, the, the the real common denominator was just love of humankind and understanding our, like my understanding is that honesty and love rules the day. You know, like if we could just get to a point where we're honest and, and, you know, just loving. Um, that that's um that was a, a nice connection. So I, I appreciated that that doing that podcast for that reason. Like it, it connected it reached audiences, different audiences. And then some of them would end up listening on Saturdays as well. So it went both ways and it, it just broadened the scope. And so I feel like I'm I'm probably back mentally in a place where I can do that show again. So um, Yay. Yeah, Sunday Sunday evening shout gospel music and uplift not just gospel but uplifting spiritual um encouraging music. Um like some of the songs that Mo did you mm-hmm. you might hear, you know, um mm-hmm. Faith Mariah, you know, that right. so, sometimes they just veered and did something uplifting. Yeah, mm-hmm. something in, from the spirit, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I have to, I, 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 every time I get ready to tell you, you know, and please let Monifa know, you, I always hear in the back of my mind when the, the one time I asked you, could you please tell Monifa that, and you said, you know, you do have your own relationship with her. <laughs> So it's just easier because I see you every week. Tell you to ask her. I don't, you know. <laughs> but every time I get ready to say it, I'm like, I hear you. I, you know, you do have your own. Rela- so that. You know, but it's funny. It, it's like, um, it, it, and that's just not you. That people do that all the time. I'm like, don't you have her number? <laughs> you know. And these are people that are close. Oh, tell Mo I said. Or I, they'll call me with both numbers in their phone. They'll call me to tell Mo. I'm like, do you? And then you know what she'll say? She goes, mm, I'll just wait for him to call me. <laughs> like, okay. Like, I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yep, yep. I understand it because it's funny and people do it, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, so I I I have to um reprogram, huh? Yeah, reprogram. Yeah, because I know that she's funny with her phone, like it may be well, she'll be two doors away and the phone will be somewhere charging or in her pocketbook, one of many, or don't remember which pocketbook you put the phone in. I understand people will call but me. But you know what? Say, I wouldn't be quick to call. I'm not quick to call people unless, unless I think people are, you know, like unless it's something urgent or or something long winded. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not a great texter. So the the, but I would be quicker to text a message like the message that I actually have for her, which is, hey, Mo, when you going to get with that spiritual um, CD you've been promising, you know, mm-hmm. something like that, a little nudge in that direction, you know, so I mm-hmm. will text that to her. I will text that to her. But um, I'm not going to call to say that. <laughs> no, I'll tell you, I'll ask you to please tell her that I said <laughs> You know. Oh, she's actually working on quite a few things that do this, you know. And in retrospect, it's probably great that she waited because um, this other thing she's working on manifesting goes, it fits in, you know. Mm-hmm. And I realized that, you know, publicly, if you understand this, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, God's in charge of everything, man at the end of the day, you know, Amen. Um, and even in timing, sometimes when you, you know, I was just driving back and I'm like this trying to get, and I was like, you know, don't, don't get in trouble doing this. Just chill and, and get there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause there ain't no rush. Ain't no rush. We, 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 we're going to wait for you. Trying to get around folk. But you know, sometimes, you know, like I, like I tell Mo when she's doing her crazy driving sometimes, I'm like, sometimes God could put, that slow driver in front of you on purpose to slow you down the two or slow you down from whatever you can't see yep. big head dummy you know yep. and it's just slow it down you know you you honking on or or I'm honking on somebody because it's like ridiculous at yeah, this point yeah. or stop what what is what are you racing for exactly, you know exactly so. and and who knows what is ahead that exactly. could be getting moved out of your way you know, so so since you you know I I never actually do this, but since you were a little tardy, which was good, um because you know because that's what it was supposed to be, and um yeah I want I want to show you the new intro to Ooh. see what you think of it. It's not really new new, but mm-hmm. use you know what I had been doing. Um, is showing the same outros as intros. So I thought we needed an intro that, it, even though it can change, you know, mm-hmm. f- from week to week, you know, with putting different faces or whatever in it, um, but it needs to clearly be more of an intro, I think. So anyway, um, make it more of an intro, but I just want all of our information from the jump. At the, anyway. Here it is. You. (laughs) 
and this is going to kill me because the woman is so fine. I can't think. Kerry Washington interviewed <laughs> okay. her. I didn't look at the whole thing, but mostly it's it's what she's been talking about anyway is voting rights, the sidebar stuff, distractions, distractions. You know, I have to say this. I, I just I just want to get this out there that there mm-hmm. are during every period of our history. There are always there's always at least one, but there's there's usually sets of people of color, black people, who work against their own interests. Just like there are sets of white people that do that. There's a whole big thirty three percent of the country that's doing that right now. But if you look at I don't know. Did you have a chance to look at the Emmett Till, the first piece of that? I did not. Okay. But in mm-hmm. it, there's a black man that kind of sets Emmett up, that lets the white people know where he is. That's where that Uncle Tom thing came from. There was always a black person infiltrating and kind of helping the mm-hmm. white folks to lynch the the black people, you know what I'm saying? Um, that the white folks found to be dangerous, um, or or you know, like perfect. There's also a mental illness that you know sometimes when people have mental illness, they um, fall into that thing too. Um, like some recent stuff where um, the black woman who was just working at the polls as, you know, an election official was really threatened and, and you know, by by black people. It was a black woman that came to her on behest, allegedly, of a black man to to tell her, you better say that you rigged the election or else they're coming for you, knowing that they were coming for her anyway. You know, like knowing that the white people had set it up. When I say white people, I'm talking about orange people. But, you know, um, yeah, you know, it, it, it's but there's 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 always these these black people that do that. And with that, I'm going to say I'm, I'm saying that to say. Not that anybody is perfect. Nobody ever was perfect. Nobody ever will be perfect. Right. But, in and this is just my opinion, Kamala's agenda, at least what she's saying, I don't know what's in her mind. I don't right. live there. Right. You know what I'm saying? But right. what she's saying and what she's doing physically and what she's working on appears to be voters' rights right now okay Okay. so so anything that's contrary to that that that's talk that's a distraction to me i believe that actually i believe that i think my um biggest and probably only issue was that that we we have broken the fourth wall on so many exchanges in this country with particularly with how 
media goes, right? So basically, you can say what you want. Keep it within context. You don't mm-hmm, want to be. Mm-hmm. But that was, we are long gone from the days of Walter Cronkite. Oh, yeah. Said. Yeah. And I do understand having worked for many damage control entities. But that same sassy, we want you because we think you can do the job, kick ass. Oh, no, you didn't. Woman running for vice president needed to show up. Now, I also understand that Washington is a beast, basically. And it's smoke and mirrors up in abundance. And a lot of times, you know, what this country still ain't ready for, and, you know, i.e., I don't want to speak in, in entities. Well, white folk ain't ready for, you know, mm-hmm. that's what it is. Let's just be crystal clear. They don't, they do not want to share anything with black, brown, or any other entity, you know. Um, and given that, the appearance of such, you know, still turns the, the, the heads or the noses of a certain uh, particular person in power, let's say that. But we are all people of power. And I think when we stay in our lane and and exercise our power, i.e. voting, i.e. speaking truth to power, that's a big part of it because I don't necessarily consider it a call out, but a call in, you know, meaning it's okay. It's it's almost like saying, it's okay, sis, we got your back. Just do you, because that's where you thrive. You don't thrive in their sticky, messy, deceitful game that's continuously. You thrive with the people, you know. I think that's why um, former President Obama was so popular, because he picked a lane or the appearance of such and got eight years in office because he was the people's president, mm-hmm. you know. And it's and when we have a representative like a like a that's a, a people's president, or when you say things that the people want to hear, you know, and not just black and brown folk, but there's a lot of folks on the same you know plane. As I watch the threat of and probably inevitable recession. And, you know, and you think about what this is, it's like, it's like a, a, a rabbit hole mm-hmm. of you create something, you, you, it, it affects the world. You, you sell us the, you sell us the cure, allegedly. You go right back to inflation and half folks can't eat in this country. You know, the school systems, when you start talking about everything it's like, and then you see where they're putting the money. And I'm not talking about, you know, um, what Biden just did or any of that. I'm just talking about military and about, yeah. pharmaceuticals. And yes. Insurance companies. Like, yeah. when, you, when you really think, and they cannot exist without us. So when we decide, when the people united, you know, and I know that it, you know, that's that's the the phrase, but it's not in vain because the people united can never be defeated. If we wanted to stop some shit, we could do it. When you see other countries that are in the streets protesting and th- changes are happening, like 
we're not going to say it's not without backlash. We know it's going to be resistance on every level, but we got to decide. We got to pick a poison because you cannot stay neutralized at this point. And whatever whatever you need to get your armor ready for yourself first and then for the rest of the world, I'm here for it. Therapy, uh, um, every modality available of therapy, you know, um, just just things, you know. Yeah. You just have to. You just have to. Yes, I agree, Miss Matthews. The parasites need to feed off the people. When the people stop, or when I come to the aid of someone that's being fed off of and help and support and draw attention to it, we all have this this thing called social media, and it ain't so social. Here's why: because businesses are using it to measure things. They're using it to still sell to us. When we start using that to spread messages the same way we did on the Underground Railroad, they're in trouble. Yeah. yeah. If it's somebody that does some disservice, like, you know, and you know what? I'm going to say somebody needs to create. Fuck it. I'm going to create it. I know what I'm going to do. Do it. I know what I'm going to do. You know, for for years, and, and this, you know, there's always a body of people that like to review and govern things as if they have the authority to make um I'm going to do it. I, I'll, I'll follow up with y'all on that. I just, it just fell in my spirit. I love I'll it. Go. I love I'll it. Go. I love it. I want to um, say specifically to Courtney Coffee. Courtney Coffee, watching on Facebook right now. Please go to YouTube, WJBR Internet Radio. Like, subscribe, and watch the show from there. That's where we're streaming. Facebook has the tendency to cut us off. So if you can, and thank you for the um, saying it was a great intro. I appreciate that. (laughs) And for your comments. But I cannot put your comments up because you did it on on, um, Facebook. And Ms. Matthews said, you have such a cool name, Courtney Coffee. And she, just, she's a cool person, too. I just got a text from Bees. Bees, you know who you are. Um, and this is how I'm feeling today. <laughs> she's like, Therese, what are you doing with your hair? What's going on with you? Like, what's happening? <laughs> Actually, I'm th- feeling you. I, you know, I was sitting here thinking that you look lovely. <laughs> Thank you. You look simply wonderful to me. Like, you just look like this is the real me. This is listen. This is Team Therese today. Okay, I dig it. Yeah, this one is just being turkey spice. I don't know why, but you know. Either way, I have, I've, I'm, I'm going to come into the room, me every time. There you go. I feel no way about it, and she knows that. That's why I laugh. Yeah. I like it cold in the back. Such a cool weekend. Look, chilling. Aww. Yes. <laughs> so um, today is also the birthday of the king. Today is. Martin Luther King's birthday. What's your favorite thing about Martin Luther King? Uh, my favorite thing? If you can, if you can have one favorite. 
the fact that I think it, it for me this it over it encompasses all that he did. Um, which is that he stood up for what he believed in and didn't fall for nobody's bullshit. Um, he was, he was young. Yes. You know how young Martin Luther King was? He was 44 when he died. Yes. And in his 30s when, you know, he changed the world. 26 he started. Yeah. So, um, and he knew. Oh, right, thirty nine, thirty nine. You know what? I'm I'm such an idiot. Let me just tell you why the number forty four came up in my mind. <laughs> why? I, I I shouldn't even say it. Oh. <laughs> I was okay. I was. <laughs> y'all gonna think I'm okay? She's an idiot. I'm just getting over an illness. Okay. But um, I was thinking of Billie Holiday. I don't know why she's like lingering in my head today. She was 44 when she died. Martin was 39. Thank you so much. Um, Look, they're right on it. You know what I'm saying? That's what I love. I love, love, love you for this, Miss Matthews. Thank mm-hmm. you. He and Malcolm X. She's correct. He yep. and Malcolm X. You're 39. So true, Therese. You look beautiful. Oh, thank you, Sandra. I, you know what? I think. Natural is the way to go. Is this is this Miss Courtney? Co- Courtney Coffee, is this you? Yep, it is. It surely is. Yes. Awesome. Welcome. Welcome. Now you you know every week on Saturdays, eleven to one p.m. This is where we are, and um, Wednesday evenings from seven to nine. Geo. And yes, thank you so much for joining. I appreciate you. Um, yeah, she's she's a sweetheart. Um, so I forgot what I was saying. Oh, anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I was saying. It does. It wasn't urgent. Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King. Ah, yes. Standing up for what he believed in so he didn't fall for anybody's bullshit. And, and, um for being worthy of the bullet that got him. Mm. Mm. You know, they mm. could have shot him just because he was black, or just a black, regular black guy, just a black guy. Um, They could have shot him because he was a pastor. He could have just stayed in the church and whispered mm. his, you know, his sermon. He could have, you could think things and not say them out loud because you're afraid of the bullet coming to get you. Good. He could have just marched and been quiet or or sat in his living room and talked about how terrible segregation was. Mm-mm. Or at the kitchen table. At the kitchen table. He went out there. When, when the movement needed someone in the forefront, as dangerous as it was, and it's a shame, that executing your First Amendment right is so threatening and dangerous. You should not fear death just for speaking your mind and and walking in your truth. Oh, but people do. You know, uh, the the things at this very moment, um, 
And I'm going to tell you now, (laughs) there is still a plot to overturn the government and, and turn this into an autocratic system. And there are some people that are kowtowing to the orange guy because they were promised a position in the next um, rendition of this country we call America. Jeez. I think this is what I think. This is the only thing I can imagine. Like, what is These people are crazy. You know, but we didn't just find that out either. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. We didn't just find this out. But there's this look, if this um A G, this attorney general, does not blow this whole thing up that they did and are trying to continue to do do you know that I mean, obviously I'm not gonna assume I'm the only one watching the news, but in case Nobody, you know, really has been caring about that and and watching because it's all over the news that there there were some Republicans in states that were supposed to be, you know, that states that that were red that turned blue. There were Republicans that signed their own that they made their own electorates. Their own electoral college, they signed certifications, and they actually sent it to the Senate, saying that they their state they're representing their state. <laughs> that is the most can't make this shit up. It's like it's like the rules you make, you break them. The rules will make you want other people to stick by them, holy grail, and you turn around and break them every five minutes. And at this point, like I said, we're on, we're five seconds away from saying fuck your rules. We're two seconds from saying fuck your job, and we got no more time to be led astray. I think that the the most feared thing is an independent thinker, mm-hmm. and somebody you know, and and we have to learn how to continue to. Well, I'm not gonna say learn. I'm gonna say we have to continue to uh, impress upon the importance of being independent thinkers and not being challenged or afraid of someone who thinks differently than you do, mm-hmm. you know, because if, because if you have a thought or something you believe in and it can be easily affected by someone who does not think the same thing, then your thought ain't all that. It's just not all that. It's another way of saying, just work on your argument. Yeah. And it's okay to be different. It's okay to be. And in answer to, do you think he was going to be assassinated? Absolutely. I think he knew that there was a great deal um, of risk that was associated with talking about Martin Luther King. Oh, he, he absolutely knew they were coming for him. Oh, sure. And he knew stepping out there that it was going to be a trial, a baptism by fire, yeah. you know? That's that's a big reason why he said, you know, I, I, I may not make it there with you, but I'm not concerned with that now. A lot of accounts by the people who were in his circle is that he started getting paranoid. You know, like he had the jumps because he knew they were coming for him. Mm-hmm. He, but but still he he went on. Mm-hmm. You know, he's mm-hmm. like I already been to the mountaintop. That's true, the mountaintop. Um, I wanna I wanna play something for y'all for our um. Yes, 
brave man being worthy of the bullet that was coming to get him. He earned, and and don't take this the wrong way when I say he earned that bullet. What I mean is that he became so detrimental to their way of being. He made such a change. He made so much noise. He got into the minds of the consciousness of the Americans and beyond. See, it's more than just America. He got into their pockets. <laughs> That's what they care about, too. Did you, did you notice which particular, out of all of the speeches he had done and out of all of the things that uh, he did and said, when he started talking about economics, Oh yeah. game off. Yep. Game off. What's the, what's the sentiment? Cash moves everything around, Jerry. And right now it's a hotbed for that, you know. Um, the hotbed. You have to. It is. It has never been more prime time of a of a time in in, in society where we have not been able to generate um, money in so many different modalities of doing it at this very moment in time, right now, that we will not have back again. Absolutely. Let me let me just play this for y'all. Cool. You know, several years ago, I was in New York City. It was a dark Saturday afternoon. The minute black woman came up, the only question I heard from her was, you Martin Luther King? And I said, yes. The next minute, I felt something beating on my chest. Before I knew it, I had been stabbed by this demented woman. That blade had gone through and the x-rays revealed. The tip of the blade was on the edge of my aorta, the main artery. And once that's punctured, you're drowned in your own blood. That's the end of it. It came out in the New York Times the next morning that if I had merely sneezed, I would have died. After my chest had been opened and the blade had been taken out from all over the states and the world, kind letters came in. One of them I will never forget. I had received one from the president and the vice president. I've forgotten what those telegrams said. I received a visit and a letter from the governor of New York, but I've forgotten what that letter said. But there was another letter that came from a little girl. Said simply, dear Dr. King, while it should not matter, I would like to mention that I'm a white girl. I'm simply writing you to say that I'm so happy that you didn't sneeze. And I want to say tonight, I want to say tonight that I too am happy that I didn't sneeze because if I had sneezed, I wouldn't have been around here in 1960 when students all over the South started sitting in at lunch counters. And I knew that as they were sitting in, they were really standing up for the best in the American dream taking the whole nation back to those great wells of democracy, which were dug deep by the founding fathers in the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution, if I had sneezed. I wouldn't have been around here in 1961 
we decided to take a ride for freedom and ended segregation in interstate travel. If I had sneezed, I wouldn't have been around here in 1962. Negroes in Albany, Georgia, decided to straighten their backs up. And whenever men and women straighten their backs up, they are going somewhere because a man can't ride your back unless it is bent. If I had sneezed, I wouldn't have been here in 1963. Black people of Birmingham, Alabama, aroused the conscience of this nation, brought into being the Civil Rights Bill, if I had sneezed. I wouldn't have had a chance later that year in August to try to tell America about a dream that I had had. If I had sneezed, I wouldn't have been down in Selma, Alabama, to see the great movement there. If I had sneezed, I wouldn't have been in Memphis to see a community rally around those brothers and sisters who are suffering. I'm so happy that I didn't sneeze. Like anybody, I would like to live. But I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. So I'm happy tonight. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. Let us rise up tonight with a greater readiness. Let us stand with a greater determination in these powerful days, these days of challenge, to make America what it ought to be. I had to... You know, I, I, I thought about cutting off the end, but I thought it was, you know, the people who created the video needed to get the appropriate due. And therefore, that's how they wanted to end it. And it's their video. So, yes, Miss Coco, that speech was delivered right before his death the following day. And honestly, it was like a, I don't care. I know you're coming. I don't care. I know you're coming. Mm-hmm. I'm still going. I'm not fearful of you. And it's walking through your fears. And, of course, he was an eloquent orator. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, he said, basically, as I have seen the coming of the Lord, he is not afraid of whatever's coming. And that's it. So, you know, I believe he did know. And, um. Yes, his legacy is everything. Absolutely, yeah. you know. Yeah. He's a man, and he's a man, but he, you know, this was done at a time when this country, you know, we are we are certainly not there anymore. Like you ain't literally turning on hoses on us. Um, there are other things going on though, um, and we are, and our mindsets are different because according to what the powers that be wanted for us was certainly not this in 2021, 2022 rather. You know, so we just have to keep going and keep moving, you know, because it's just not, it's just not over until we are 
treated like our black and brown brothers and sisters across the globe are treated with equal respect in every lane possible. And I say respect and, and beyond because, you know, of course, there's, there's so many facets under that. But it starts with respecting the human being enough to understand our power and all of the things above so that we are able to um, continue to support this country in ways that are, that are fruitful. We also need to come to terms with how powerful we are. You know, on a lot of levels, because this is not this. Come on, this is generations of um, of uh, this is generations and decades of of work being done against us, even knowing who we are as a people. This shouldn't. It's not. It's not an easy thing to undo the mindsets of folk. You know, this was a plan of action that occurred generations ago that have filtered in and and. Um, uh, jumped on the self-esteem, you know, of kings and queens in this country that um, we need to get back and we need to start with ourselves and do whatever it takes to shed the the generational traumas that come with that, you know, Um, because we are essentially our brothers and sisters keepers, you know, because they're not going to do it for us. We got to fix it. Absolutely. But you know what, Misty, I have to um, differ. I, I I disagree with you on this thing that saying that we haven't moved in over 60 years. The reason why white folks are losing their minds right now, because we have. Mm -hmm. And that's why the things that are going on are going on. When they saw that black man swear himself in as the president of the United States, they started losing their minds. And when he won a second term, it was over. (laughs) It was over. They put in the biggest con man that could alter the minds of even the best well-meaning folks. I didn't care who they threw in there. It was like, yep. anybody? Yep. Anybody with KKK affiliation? <laughs> you know, um, mindset and um, yeah. And, and they are doing everything that they can to revoke the vote because when we get together and we turn red states blue, that's what we did. Um, they are trying to revoke the rights that we have. And because we utilize that vote is why what we weren't doing before was actually going out to vote. And now that we actually are going out to vote, they want to revoke it in different states. And that's why we are where we, we, we are. Um, Health care? Thank you, listen. Don't, I don't, don't think it's more racist. It's always been racist, ain't yeah. Well, we we know that money follows race. Where, there, where there's more money, I think that, that's the thing, you know, it, the 60s versus now, there's quite a bit more money in this this land of ours. So anywhere you see money, you're going to see racism. Anywhere you see money, you're going to see sexism. Anywhere you see money, you're going to see inequality and inequity. You're going to see it. So yes, it may be more because there is more. And when there's more, there's more you know more money, more problems. We know it on a, on a grassroots level. You know that. You know. 
The people who will pay for the insurrection are poor and lower class middle white folks and people who are trying to live without planted mansions because he's jobs and resort. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. That I think I think what they're going to I don't know. Let me let me not, but I I I don't trust any of the politicians. I don't care if they're Republicans or Democrats or liberal liberal I it, what what's the independence. It, it doesn't it doesn't matter to me what their affiliation is, but I think they're going to they're going to try to do some backdoor wheeling and dealing and, and stuff like that. And we'll never know of a lot of things. No, there's, there's just, it's again, it's just too much money. And unfortunately people can be bought, you know, now, not everybody, Absolutely. but people can be bought and they barter. If not bought, bartered, you know, and if not bartered, you're negotiating. If not negotiating, you straight up tell them lies. So it's it's kind of and and you know this before you go and the thing is everybody's got a savvy tongue. Very yeah. The words already got the canned answer to what you're saying because it's been asked before. And the more you do something, the better you get out of knowing when it's coming, knowing how to circumvent it, to stay back on your agenda where you, what you need them to think. That's a that's a like oh you can throw things at me, but if I'm only interested in swimming. You hit me with a can. Ouch! That affected my stroke. Everything is related to sh- swimming, and you, for someone not so savvy, or if you just listen from the outskirts, you'll hear that the all roads is going to lead back to whatever agenda they are pushing. Yep. Period. You know. And and you know what? Uh, this is so true. Economics and financial literacy should be the focus, because no one will listen to you unless it affects them personally. It, it's so amazing how self-focused we are. I was talking with my cousin the other day and we were reminiscing about um, growing up in in Tennessee. Um, Now she was there full-time, I was there part-time, but nonetheless it was the same house, you know. And when she got to this particular home, she was younger. This was the family house, and she was a lot younger growing up in it. I would come for the summers and long breaks. Um, so the women that she met um, that raised us, basically, um, were younger. I caught them when they were seniors. By the time I was able to focus and pay attention to what was happening. You know, when you're a kid, you're not really focused on anything but what's in front of you. But when I, you know, hit my 11, 12-year-old age, then I started to pay attention to some of the things that were going on. And we had, we were sharing the beauty in it as we were sharing some of the same stories and how um, women that were, um, uh, that raised us also picked cotton, you know, mm-hmm. and remembering their hands and their stories and their, and what they were able to teach and, and the idea that they purchased land and a property and, you know, but it was always about connecting together. You know, um, there were four women and all of their husbands preceded them in death. So what they decided to do is, as opposed to stay separate, they came together, moved from Georgia to Chattanooga, Tennessee. And when they did that, they purchased land and a property and that became the family's headquarters, so to speak, you know. But in the generations that flowed through that household, in the communities, and I think when we had... um, uh, Jane Elliott on the show. Um, that is also where I met 
T.T. Vivian, you know, because came through the door. You know, um, some of them even marched with King and did things, but it was certainly about community in a space and power. And even though they were seniors, some were older, some were younger, they knew how to organize, you know. Um, you would have, like, if they wanted bulbs up on the block, bulbs it was. It didn't matter if they had to do it. So then you'd come down the street one day and everybody's house was lit for bulbs. So they were later to learn that there were messages in those bulbs. Because wow. certain colors represented certain things. Yeah. In that time of keeping each other safe. Didn't know that as a kid. I just said, oh, everybody's bulb is white. Nice. Oh, everybody's bulb is red. Nice. Messages. Yeah. So people can find a way. Yep, the whole thing with a light in the window, candle. Remember, back during the Underground Railroad, candles, a, a lit candle in the in the window, was a safe a safe, safe home. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you yes. know. But we we have yes. See, Miss uh, Miss Matthews is on it. We mm-hmm. we we do have a way to um, communicate with one another and to. But but the thing is. There's always, always these people who they go and they tell, you know. There's well, always well, one. Well, that's that's just the nature of history. They're gonna be there, you know. They, they we have to expect them. Invite them in to have lunch because they're gonna be there one way, shape, or another. We just have to make sure that everybody focuses on that person, not being you. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. You no. Know? But we know they're going to be there, and we have to see them, expect them, make peace with it, and still continue, not use the distractions as a, a reason to, to stop. We have to you pray for the power of discernment so that we do see them when they're coming and not not have them at our kitchen table. How's that? Yeah. Because yeah. that's a hard one, too. <clears throat> um, let's take a call. 0620 are the last four digits of your number. What's your name and where are you calling from? Did you not want to speak? Yes, Believe- this is Ruth. Hello. That's my grandma, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Grandma. She said, this is Ruth. I'm Hello, Ruth. my darling. I enjoy your you? program very much. I love how you all explain things. Hello, my darling. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Good to hear from you. Happy New Year. Well, Happy New Year to you, and I'm glad that you be happy and safe and try to take care of yourself in all of this confusion we got here. We do all do the best we can. Pray, pray, pray. Never stop praying and taking good care of yourself with this virus and everybody, everything. You've got to watch yourself and everybody else. So, Grandma, take care of yourself and take care of us. Grandma, what? I know you don't mind at this point that I tell everybody your age, right? No, I know you tell the world my age. I'm the only one. <laughs> All right. But I'm so, thankful. I'm thank- getting old isn't easy, but how sweet it is, and I'm thankful. Thank God every day. Amen. So for those of you who don't know, my grandmother is now 100 years old, and within a couple of short months, she will be 101. So 
grandma, I know your perspective. My grandmother's perspective is a little different than what we see on television in terms of what this country has gone through and what the black experience has been. Because my grandmother will tell you that when they called her the N-word, she called them whitey. You know, she was never afraid and never, you know, that, you know, what you got for me, I got for you. But there are some people who believe that we have not come a long way in the last, let's just say, 60, 70 years. What do you mm-hmm. think, Grandma? I think we've came, I think we've come a long way. First of all, with me, I've never, ever worried about my color. Like you said, call me black, I call you white. I don't care just made any different because colors are in the Bible. There's nothing in the Bible that says Negro, nigger, or white man. It's a word made to make us black people feel inferior. That N-word is, is not cute, it's not funny, it's not endearing. You are flesh and blood man. God made all of us in the image of him. Man, man, everybody's a man. Nothing in the Bible says nothing but no, nothing but a man in the image of God. That's how I live. That's how I feel, and that's how everybody should think. And you be the best you can be, whoever you are, with whatever you have. Looking to the right, being spiritual, helping yourself, helping others, being respectful. Do the best you can. Take care of yourself. And with this virus, it's a wake up call. I say, it's for people that don't care about nobody, don't know nothing, don't think nothing, don't have no intelligence, people that are ignorant and will always be ignorant and hate. Hate and jealousy is a terrible thing, terrible thing. We are all human beings, and all we need is to be, to think, think, think about who you are, what you are, where you come from, and where you're going. And where you're going, like, I never will forget I heard this thing from Mara Angelo. She said, we rise. I didn't know anything. I hadn't heard the rest. The other day I looked at television, and her picture was there, and it said part of her poem. It said, you beat me, you kicked me, you stomped me, you killed me, but I'm like air. I rise. And black people should always remember that. Keep on doing what you're supposed to do in the right direction doing the right thing, work hard, get a good education. Young people, listen to old people because they have something to tell you. Don't think you know it all. Everybody got to listen to people. And you listen, you will learn. And I'm going to shut my mouth before I over-talk myself. And God bless you all. Grandma, I think you're doing a great job. I think, a great job. I think you're doing a great job. Um I do the best I can with what I know. And I've learned a lot that people are people all over the world. There's some people who never change, but there's more people. There's more good people than bad. There's more good children than bad. You don't hear about the good children. You always hear about the bad. You always hear about the bad people. You don't hear nothing about these good people. We have some good people. And we, more of us got to stand up and be counted because we are good people. And like the wake-up call, this virus is a wake-up call for people that's going in the wrong direction, 
hating people, jealous of people, don't like people, mean people, all kinds of people. When this virus is over, when some of the people have died in their families and people they know, people who don't speak to people, I've been living here 20 years. I don't know nobody. I don't speak to nobody in my building. I don't know nobody. I don't go in nobody's house. But listen, when this is over, you can say, hello there, how are you? Oh, hello. When this is over, you be so thankful to God that he let you live and see another day. Be thankful, not so mean and hateful and jealous. Have a little integrity. All I can know is I learned a lot when that black man became a president, and it didn't make a black by itself or a white by itself. He made a half-white and half-black man a president. That should have told us a story. That people are people. You can't say he was black, can't say he was white. <laughs> In fact, he was such a man, he never went on that thing. He never said, my mama's white, my mama's white, like most men. He ain't said nothing. He just kept on saying he's a man and he was a president and he he did a good job. No, nothing flimmicking about him and his family. He came up after eight years with a clean slate because had he been anything with the money a certain party spent to find out dirt on him, they never found nothing because there was nothing dirty to find about him. He came out clean, him, his wife, his family, Beautiful wife, well-loved all over the world because she was from a fine family. Not rich, no money, hard-working, educated. And I'm going to get off of this, and you're going to take it from there. I love <laughs> Thank you, guys. You, Grandma. <laughs> love you, too. Yeah. I'm telling you, thank God for people like you, Javon, that's trying to your best to wake, have an awareness on your little program so people will wake up and, Try to be the people that God wants us to be. Absolutely. Thank you, Grandma. Um, I got a picture of us up um, from when we were in Virginia when I was a little kid. Uh-huh. Um, about, I, was, I guess about 13 or something like that, 12 or 13, and you came down to Virginia. Um, Peggy Miller's on on the line said, "I love you, Grandma." <laughs> and you and you know you, my darling Peggy. God bless you always, always asking about you. Yes. Always, you stay safe and healthy and take care of yourself. I'm telling you. Yeah. These some busy yeah. times right now. Everybody got to take care of self, and to take care of yourself means you take care of others. Wearing your mask, washing your hands, stay away from people. They don't wear masks. You just got to take care, do exactly what the doctors and they all tell you to do. And we'll come through this because this will be over when it's over. Absolutely. It came for a reason, and it's a, it's going to go. Exactly. Everything passes, right? Yeah, this is a wake-up call for us evil, mean, ignorant people that don't care nothing about nobody but themselves to wake up and learn something. Yeah, well, and let's this see. Is it. So when this is over, more people going to be so thankful to be alive than ever. People that only think my way or hit the highway, uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. It's not all about you. It's about God's family, God's children, and it's right and wrong. It's right and wrong. Either you're right or you're wrong. And That's God's true. way is always the right way. No question about it. I try to live the right way. I don't hate nobody. don't talk about nobody. I'm not mad with nobody. I don't even hate the enemy. 
And I'm a little girl that called me black, I call them white. So now what else we gonna say? They call me black, I call them white. You know what I mean? You call me this, I call and that's the end of that. What else yeah. can you do? I'm not a argue hating grudge, living in misery, hating, hating. For too much hating jealousy in the world. Get over it. Try to be friendly and respectful and pay attention to your poor neighbor. Say good morning, hello. Don't cost you nothing. Yeah. So that's my thing today. Okay, darling. I love you guys. God bless you all and may God bless all of us. Help exactly. us guide us and lead us in the right direction because we all need help. And there's only one can help us is God. And you never stop praying. I don't care what nobody said. All this new religion knew that I only know the Father, the Son and the Holy Ghost. That's all I know. Amen. Go that's right there. That's right. That in my sentence. I'm through with it. Okay, Grandma. I'll talk to you later, okay? Okay, my darling. I love you guys. Stay well. Take care. Do the right thing all the time, always, okay? All right. Bye-bye, Yes, that's my grandma, y'all. I'm trying to find uh, another picture of her, um, which I think y'all know I'm so proud of my grandmother's beauty that I... <coughs> Excuse me. I show pictures of her from time to time. And, uh, yeah. And now I've lost all of you. There you go. So, yes, Peggy, she was um, putting it in. I love her voice, too. Um, Hate has caused many problems, but never solved one. And that is the truth. That is the truth. It's their world because we fell for it. Ever seen gangs in New York? At one point, Irish and Italians were seen as less than black people. They fought. That's true. Every every immigrant that's come to this country has gone through it. Um, Miss Matthews says to you, Grandma, that she loves you too. We tried to get along. We're good at trying to create peace, and that is true. We are peaceful people um, as because we're spiritual people. And God bless her, such a beautiful spirit. Thank you. Thank you. And in the words of Elin Harris and so many others, this too shall pass. It's true. It's true. Um, this too shall pass. Um, all things pass, good, bad, and indifferent. Things just change. What spirit, the white one or the one of our ancestors? Uh, not sure what that is. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure what you mean by that right there, Miss DJ. So, um, we also have another call, so I will take this caller. 2,800 are the last four digits of your number. What's your name, and where are you calling from? Hi. Um, Girl, I'm still wiping tears from your grandmother. Um, my name is Ivory Rose, and I'm from 
Charleston, West Virginia. Hi, Ivory. Thank you so much. And, for- yes, this couldn't have been, I mean, uh, the best call ever. I uh, wasn't fortunate to have a grandmother. Hmm. And um, even though I know this wasn't about grandma, I still have to talk about this. I never uh, got to have a maternal grandmother or a uh, fraternal grandmother. So hearing her speak and then would be 101 years old, my grandmother was still would be only like 94 if she was still living. So that wisdom was just so beautiful, so from God. And um, I market myself as the rose from the concrete garden, you know, being tough and mean and that – she just, in her words, just so soft and sweet and just telling me that I don't have to be that way, you know. And whew, this is so spiritual. I don't know how many spiritual people is out there, but this is so heavy. So she was my grandmother today, and I thank you for sharing her. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, um I want to talk about the subject. Um, we were talking about Martin Luther King. So I thank God for his leadership, you know, and um, I truly believe God has a leadership for me. And um, he didn't have fear. And he talked about how he, the, the woman said that he, um, it was kind of like he knew that his time was coming. So it was just like the son, the son of God, you know, Jesus, hmm. Emmanuel, Prince of Peace whatever Amen. you know we we need to call him but um it was like he knew also that he had came and he he done his mission he uh he served the people and of course it was at a time of uh hatred and like it is now also it's just gotten greater they just gotten sneakier with it and and under you know trying to undermine us but God has us, you know, he has the elect. He, we'll be able to see him. We'll be able to, you know, we just have to stay strong. But at the same time, you know, as a leader, you can't have fear. You have to go forward because at one point we all have to die. This is not our home. We, you know, we will be in heaven with the Father. So you, whatever purpose you have, you can't have fear. You have to move forward and stand strong. And hopefully we'll have, you know, unity. I pray for unity of our people all the time because it's just we're just scattered everywhere. But I just thank God for being on this call, and I thank God for the winning team, uh, Don Jr., for plugging me in. So God bless everybody. God bless you, too. And, you know, first I want to say thank you for um, calling. Thank you for thank you. blessing us. And reminding everyone, including me, how fortunate we are to have our elders and what a blessing it is and to to be able to listen and, and receive a, a positive spiritual message. You know, it's, it's so important. Um, also, I do get and 100% agree with your analogy that um, King and those like King who stand up for what they believe in 
um, in spite of the fact that they know that they may die, they yeah. may be killed, you know, they they are very much of the same, cut from the same cloth and are godlike. They, they are living their assignment. Truth. Yes, they yeah. understood right. the assignment. And and they, they are worthy of the assignment, you know? Mm. Yes. Yes. It, they're worthy of it. They get the assignment because, and, and you know what? That goes for all of us. We're all worthy of the assignment that we are given. Even though we may not understand what it is in the moment, um, how important the things are that we do and that we say, what we believe and how we move is all a part of the assignment. And sometimes, you know that, that voice inside you that says, something told me I should have, or something told me. Sometimes you listen to that voice and sometimes you don't. I I believe that that is all a part of our assignment, you know? And um, some assignments are bigger than others. Some of us are called to greater things, you know? Um, You calling right now is just um, a blessing. So I want to thank you for that. Also, for everybody listening, I just want to remind you all that we are here every Saturday. Thank you so much for calling, dear. Um, And I'm going to be looking out for her again, hopefully. Um, Seemed like she hung up, though, but that's all right. She came in and said what she was supposed to say. Um, We have this show every Saturday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And on Wednesday nights from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also have this show or a similar show. Um, And then on Sundays, I think it's 6.30. (laughs) I still haven't figured out the time. I think it's 6.30. I think it's from 6 to 8. I'm sorry, my bad. 6 to 8, Sunday evening shout, gospel music in the basement with Javon. And... That's just gospel music and spiritual uplifting um, talk and and chat and and mostly just um, music, mostly just music. Um, I'm going to ask right now, for those of you that pray, if you don't, that's okay too, you know. Um, I'm, I'm going to ask that you say a prayer for our for our country and for everybody who has ever seen this show, watched this show, has been a part of this show and that this show continues to go on Pray for me, and I would ask for special prayers for our sister Therese, and um, I'm feeling some kind of way right now, so I want to, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just feeling some kind of way. 
And so I'm going to I'm going to play a song and I'm thinking about since it's heavy on my mind. And it's called Even Me. Let's do that.
Actually, one of my favorite favorite songs. It it just reminds me that um, yeah, even me. Um, and when we think about Martin Luther King, he was, you know, a man. Period. And um, from what I understand, definitely had his faults, his misgivings, but he did what he was chosen to do it's amazing so i'm not sure whether or not resi's coming back um but what i'm going to do what i'm finna do right now is put my mother on the phone my mother's probably like what why me because because you listening and you there hi mom hey daughter you don't sound too good (laughs) you hear my voice I just want to say I'm so proud of my mother coming on and what she had to say. And uh, I agree with her completely. And I'm proud of her and I'm proud of you. And I'm proud of you. Well, thank you. (laughs) It's all I can say. (laughs) You know, I'm not good with words. I'm not good to talk. Okay, mom. I I I gotta check on you when when I get off of here and find out what's because I spoke to you last night and you sound much better than you sound today. So I feel okay. I just yeah. sound. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Love you. Love you more. Bye bye. Bye. Well, that's the Armstrong family hour. <laughs> Yo, uh, I don't know. Let's do some music and see if uh, Rez is coming back. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do some music. Let's see what's going on. Mm. How about this? I'm feeling a little bit like this. Some of y'all too young to know that. Maybe.
many things that held us down. But now it looks like things are finally coming around. I know we've got a long, long way to go. And where we'll end up, I don't know. But we won't let nothing hold us back. We're putting our shirts together. We're polishing up our ass. If you've ever been held down before, I know you refuse to be held down anymore. Don't you let nothing Too 
Everybody to tell somebody about the show, about this show, about when we come on, about the link. If you have not already subscribed to our YouTube page, please do it. Jesus, I can't speak English anymore. Um, please subscribe. Yes, the backing vocals, James Ingram, Phil Perry, and Howard it insanity right there um please tell somebody about this show um subscribe and share as often as you think about it and um you know if nobody told you that you're important that you're special today um that's okay Nobody should have to tell you. Just know it. For the mere simple fact that you are still amongst the living, and um, I'll tell you a secret. You're all, each and every one of you, special and important to me. Um, so I dare you to, to disbelieve me because I'm telling you the truth. And with that... Um, going to end the show. Please uh, join us Wednesday night. I don't know if we have a special guest Wednesday night. I think we do. I think our special guest is an actor. Oh, speaking of actors, um, last night I was on a Zoom call and I was watching a show called The Aggressives a movie called The Aggressive. The movie came out like in 2005, I, I believe, or 2004, something like that. And it chronicles six masculine identified lesbians in the 19, who, this is during the 1996 to 2004 period. It was really, really good. Um, they are about to release, they're working on now, an update on these um, young ladies. 
if you think about it, the movie is very similar to Paris's Burning. It does show the ball scene, but it's from these masculine-identified lesbian um, perspectives. If you can, check it out. Thank you, Misty. Ah, you, thank you, thank you. Um, if you can, check it out. You know, watch it. It's about an hour, a little bit over an hour long, hour and 15 minutes. It's like a, a docudrama that follows these these um, six people um, for about five years. And um, what, I, what I would like to do is um, invite the director onto the show. So it just doesn't make sense to have him come on the show if everybody didn't watch the movie. So please, let them watch the movie. I'll see if it's on if it's on YouTube, and then maybe we can do something similar to what I experienced last night, where we can all watch the movie together because it's really good, very interesting, and then we can have him on afterwards. But it's it's a little better if everybody just watched the movie and then. Um, you know, we could just have them on. The name of the movie is The Aggressives. Putting it in the chat. And his name is Daniel Petal. So if you can find it, please do. And then that way, when he comes on, and yeah, maybe we can do a watch party on Facebook or something like that. But um that might that might work. That might be interesting. And um either way, I'm going to connect with him and then see, you know, what the best way to do it. And um yeah. And um in the meanwhile, everybody have a good safe weekend tomorrow night, 6 o'clock. Sunday evening shout. We'll do some gospel music and a little chit-chat if you want, but mostly gospel music because it just refreshes and revigorates and uh, lightens my spirit and my soul. So everybody, have a good one. Have a good one. Have a good one. Hi, this is Mason, and you're in the basement with Javon and Therese. Perfect. Hey, this is Leon. That's right, Leon, from some of your favorite movies, and I'm at brunch in the basement with uh, Therese and Javon. Stay here, stay here with me. Stay here, stay here with me. Stay here, stay here with me. Still in the basement, no longer alone With my homegirl Therese on the microphone Music politics are just chatting it up Brunch in the basement, see that's what's up You never know who might run through Legendary artist or someone brand new You miss a lot when you miss one day At least that's what I heard somebody say But it doesn't really matter what whoever says It's always a good show with Javon and Therese, yeah, brunch in the basement, with Javon and Therese, yeah, yeah. come on, everybody's a friend in my head, I already know everybody, <laughs> one day I'll tell you about me and Shaka Khan, but you know, <laughs> but she doesn't know anything about it, but anyway, <laughs>
No, she doesn't. She just she wasn't even there actually. But anyway, office <laughs> though, Jay. You can send me some cologne because I mean, cologne, you know. You yeah. <laughs> I just in case I should be shocked. I want to smell really, you know, oh, nice. Oh god. <laughs> okay, doggy, man. Whatever you say. So, and we thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, thank well, you. thank you. This that little piece I'm just gonna keep and play it all the time for myself. <laughs> but no, I'm just teasing. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.